0: Gentlemen, welcome back to episode number two of the Get'em Choppin' podcast. I am your host, Mikey Tomaso. Joined with my co-host today, Paul Paleo Jr. Paul, we have a lot to talk about. What's happening in the sports world, especially New York, this past week, um, has been unbelievable. We have the New York Jets coming off probably, in, in my opinion, one of their best drafts. We also have the Mets, who just fired... They're hitting coaches out of nowhere, and when they just started to hit, um, you have that, you have the New York Rangers getting pretty much pummel-fucked by Tom Wilson, and as we speak right now, they're fighting on the ice. Paul, what do you think's going on? What, what is happening in the sports world? Yo, Mikey boy. yeah, I
1: I knew we got a lot to talk about. Draft recap. The Mets are softer than a wet fought. The Yankees are thriving. I just... Have to tell you, I am ready to run through a brick wall right now watching puck drop today. Yeah. All all I kept hearing was the Rangers don't have any fighters, they have no goons, they're soft, they this to that. And I'm sitting there thinking, this dude, Tom Wilson, forgot what sport he was playing the other day. I felt like I was watching him in the octagon. And which fucking market he was playing in. Dude. All, all I kept thinking was there's no way they can let them get away with this. There's just no way. Yeah. I didn't leave my house to come here until I watched Puck Drop. Yeah. I, if they didn't do it, I was going to shit on them. Yeah. But the fact that they did it, dude, I am so hyped right now. Win or lose. You got five foot nine, Colin Blackwell getting in the mix and fighting. I, yeah. This is, bro, I am so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so <laughs> proud to be a Ranger fan right now.
0: So, those of you who uh, did not see what happened, um, what was it, two nights ago? Was Yeah, it was two yeah, nights Monday ago. Night. Monday night. Monday um, Tom Wilson decided to basically cheap shot Buk- Buknevich. Uh, that's how I pronounce his name, at least. Buknevich. Bukhnevich. <laughs> yes. Bucinevich. I say Buknevich. Um He was in front of the net. He was down on the ice. Pretty much, whistle was, I think the whistle was blown, Right. No, it was just... He was pushing his yeah, face it, onto the ground... Yeah, he was And pushing, punching him, like... Yeah. Right. It, was, it was like something a fucking UFC fighter exactly. would do. Exactly. And then not only that, after he gets up, he takes probably, in my opinion, one of the best players in the NHL, grabs him by the back of the head, and freaking drags him down, and then punches him in the face, and then flexes while he's... And he, the, when the fact that there's no
1: suspension, there's a $5,000 fine, if they didn't come out fighting tonight, if yeah. they didn't come out swinging,
0: I would have lost... Yeah. Total respect for them. Yeah. I mean, so we had 56 penalty minutes in the first period for the New York Rangers, and we had 44 penalty minutes in the first period for the Washington Capitals. There was more guys in the <laughs> penalty box than there was on the bench. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that I that kind of sparked their fire um, towards the end of the season. I know they're not going to get into the playoffs, but, man, Doesn't what a way, what a way to go out, though. If you're going to go out, go out like a motherfucker, and let every single fan know that, listen, we know it was a long year, we know we're just coming off of a pandemic, we know it wasn't a full season, it's not normally the time of year that we're normally playing, but listen, we're still here, and we're going to fucking come back, and we want to show New York fans what we're really made of. Dude, and it's not even that. If they weren't playing all their games in division, they're probably a playoff team right now.
1: Just had to crack open that beer for you. I mean, this is... I, I'm so proud that that's the way you end the season. Yeah. You someone tests your manhood, you fight. I'm yeah. like you know the Mets,
0: but we'll get to that later. So another thing that you told me that you were upset about is um, the termination of JD. Uh, so what do you think about that? I mean, the, how
1: fast they went with this rebuild and to go through all that. Yeah. To get fired now is just. I just feel bad. I feel for the guy. Yeah, you know what I mean, and I feel like honestly, I feel like James Dolan just decided, okay, now the Knicks are going to be the good team, and the Rangers are going to be the shit team. The Knicks can't lose right now. Julius Randle, I'll say this again, is the MVP of the NBA. Okay,
0: <laughs> I, I know you're a big <laughs> Julius Randle fan. You know, hate him last year, but yeah, yeah. Um, so now. In, in staying in the New York sports topic, because we finished, uh, finished this off last week when we kind of talked about where we wanted the, the draft to go with the New York Jets and the New York Giants, I was watching the draft with you, yeah. and you were literally sprinting around the block after the Jets traded up. AVT, baby. And got Elijah Vera Tucker. But not only that, on the second day, they took one of my favorite players, Elijah Moore, who I watched his routes. In and out of his routes, he could put anybody on skates. You know, it's... The dude is a complete a, spa a, club. Yeah, tell, I mean, tell me what you think. Just, I think this is the best draft they've had in at least a decade. Well... Maybe more. I mean, I, I agree, but we also have to see how they translate into the NFL. Okay, but not only did they draft a
1: rookie quarterback, yeah. which, whatever you say whatever you want. Zach Wilson... Looks like he should be playing a quarterback in a Disney movie. Like he this does. kid looks like he's built he for looks New York. Like a Disney and character. You know what they went and they backed everything they set up. <laughs> they drafted protection. That left side, that offensive line is going to be filthy for at least the next ten years. Yeah, you go out and you get him a weapon, not just one weapon. In the th- in the fourth round, Michael Carter. There's no way I ever thought he was going to be able to fall to the fourth round. The fact that they got him there was unbelievable. Yeah. And then, you know, towards the end of the draft, you, you draft a bunch of defensive guys, a couple of safeties, you're going to try to make linebackers, yep. pretty much just throwing shit at the wall and
0: seeing what sticks. But overall, I think it was a great draft for the Jets. And they wind up taking him at the 14th pick, Elijah Veritaker, right? It was 14 yes. they traded up yes. to? And they only traded, what, two third-rounders, Two right? third-round
1: picks, and then the Bears traded from 20 to 11... And they traded a yeah. first, a
0: fourth, and a fifth to get. Did the you Rick. think that Justin Fields was going to last until eleven? I don't. I know Dude, you did. Well, I, I knew, knew he was going to go before Mac Wilson, Mac jo- Jones. There's no
1: way. Like I, I just I wasn't buying yeah. it. And you know what? He went to the Pats, sure. But don't you think it says something that they didn't trade up for him? It was almost like, all right, well, he's
0: here, so we might as well just take him. If they really loved the guy, you would think they would go up and get him. You know, I feel like Bill Belichick sees things before they happen, though. He's like a wizard, bro. He sees things before they happen. So he's been in this league, I think, since what, 1971 or I had something no like idea. that? Before we were born. He's been in this league from 1971. And not only that, his father, I think, was the offensive coordinator for Navy or Army. I think it was, yeah, it was Navy. And he plays such an old school game. He has football books from the 1920s of special teams plays that he still uses in Super Bowls because he just studies the he is just a football nerd in and out and he knew that Mac Jones was gonna fall to them in the 50. He knew who he was drafting before the draft even started. He knew that was his guy. He didn't trade up to get him because he knew he was gonna fall. And he has um, the ear but- I think he has the ear of every other GM he could read every single GM, and he knew he knew exactly how that draft was going to play out. You don't take, Tell me I'm wrong.
1: You don't take a little pride in, in the fact that the Jets traded up one spot in front of him to take AVT? Oh, uh, It means nothing, but to me it's like, uh, yeah, fuck you, Bill. We're getting this guy. And then Mac yeah. Jones was just there for the taking, and that's what they took.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. I just
1: I can't stand them.
0: So <laughs> it's just... Well, you know me. Like I say, I am a huge fan of front office sports. Um, I love front office sports, so I always root for the front office that I like the best. Um, but you that, are a Giants fan, so get into what you think about what the Giants did. So I think they did awesome. I think they did awesome as well. I really do. Um, you know, they traded back. It's the first time David Gettleman ever traded back. You know, in his career. In his career, traded Dave. And they got Kadarius Toney, who I did not, know, I'll be fully honest with you, I did not know much about um, until I started watching his film, and the guy is just a, a, a full-out playmaker on every single position on the skill set. He could play in the backfield, he could play as a wideout, he could play in the slots, he's a special teamer, he's, you know, he's all over the field. And I think that's the little little bit of a spark plug what the Giants need um you know, just to surround themselves and give some more tools to Daniel Jones. By the way, he was in Hoboken the other day. Dude, and him, <laughs> him, you know, with Saquon back in the backfield,
1: jet sweeps, everything is open with this kid here. You know what I mean? You got Kenny Galladay, you got Sterling Shepard, you got you yeah. got your pieces, you got your offensive pieces. I'm a little, I'm yeah. surprised. No, he, the- he
0: really, really allows him to open up the playbook a little bit more, um... I you know what I, I see I just see him playing in the slot I see them putting like a big tight end out of the wide out and then running wide receiver screens I see him doing drag routes I see him going deep I see him you know even lining him up in a, in a three back set or something like that with Saquon Barkley Swiss Army knife dude yeah yeah knife, no he's a and he looks small in the field he's not that small. I think Dude, he's, what is this, he's listed at like 6'1", 195. That's not small. He's skinny, but
1: he's twitchy. He's like Elijah Moore. They're, they're the same kind of player. But I think one of the steals of the draft, which everyone you listen to at 11, Aziz Ajalari. you got to draft him at Georgia. You got to get him. You got to get him. Not only did they not get him at 11, they didn't get him at 20. They got him at 50.
0: Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's yeah. one of the steals of the draft, in my yeah. opinion. And what they needed to do was, you know, they haven't had a, a good edge rusher. And In my opinion, the last good edge rusher that they had Oc's? was probably... I mean, you could say OC but... Uh, d- d- yeah Yeah, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Okay, yeah. Um, But, I mean, JPP, to this day, is still one of my favorite players in the league, even with his, you know, two... <laughs> just two fan- keep, just, two, just two keep fireworks out of his reach. Yeah, just keep fireworks out of his reach, and he is, I mean... Even even with fireworks, he's still just unbelievable, and he's still playing. In my opinion, have have you seen the way he played in the playoffs all last year? He just deflects balls. He could pick balls from you know. He could pick wide out uh, bubble screens. He, he does it all. He really dude, does. Tom Brady's like his own empire. Yeah, that team stacked. people just
1: players just flock that dude. Uh, yeah, whatever. But um, you know. Honestly, I think the Jets and the Giants both aced their drafts. Yeah. I think it was the best draft I've seen from the Jets I know in a long time. Yeah. And I think the Giants did very well. So there's
0: there's a lot of upside, a lot of good news for New York sports. Um, you know, I, I think the sky is the limit for both teams. They're both very young. They're, you know, they're just rebuilding the organization. Um, but one thing that I really would love to talk about... Um, is the New York Mets. Oh my god. Because we gotta figure out what's going on with their fucking bats, dude. What is happening? You Donnie Diesel, bro. Donnie Diesel. I have no <laughs> idea who Donnie Diesel is. They're like, okay. what, like what's going on? what's going on here? You fire a guy named Chili and you hire a guy named fucking Quaddle Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Bro, you know what? That's fine. I know I know the bats are gonna
1: come around. Everyone keeps shitting on Lindor. He's gonna be fine.
0: But I, I have two problems. Is he going to be fine? Though he's going to be fine because I He is going to be fine. He didn't play well last year. He didn't play well towards the end of the season in twenty nineteen. He's not playing well now. This well, is like we oh, have him for eleven years. He's going to be fine. We got to hope he's going to be fine. That's all we could do. This could possibly. I mean, if I, he continues on the streak that he's headed down, this could be the worst contract he in he, New York sports. He's one of the least of my worries. Yeah. I have
1: two. Main points to make about the Mets. Okay. Number At least he's healthy, though. I mean,
0: number he one, and seen. he always is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the good. best thing about it. He's just going
1: through a slump. I think he'll come around. The Mets, I'm a diehard Mets fan. I love them. The Mets do not deserve Jacob up the ground. <laughs> they cannot score runs for this dude. It makes me sad for him. I see him on the bench, and it, it makes me miserable. Yeah. This kid would be already a Hall of Famer yep. if they would just score runs for him. It's almost like it's like. Oh, yeah, Jake's pitching tonight? All right, fuck it. We're not hitting. Like That's what it feels <laughs> like. And number two, number two. Does he have a fucking 53 ERA? Dude, they're two and three in his starts, and he has a .55 ERA. And they have that's a losing ridiculous. record when he starts. Fucking ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Ridiculous. And number two, Jose Alvarado a couple weeks ago, not only threw the ball once, but twice, almost hitting Conforto in his face, second time hitting him. Then, he strikes out Don Smith the other night, and he wants to go join, right? Don Smith goes join back. Bench is clear, and I'm going to do a demonstration for you. Alvarado stands oh, up like this. All right,
0: this. so guys, Paul is now getting up, and he's demonstrating the fight. Paul, I would love to see this. Let's see what you got. He extends his arms. Extends his arms. Puts, puts his p- pointed p- fingers down. Oh, like And this. says, let's
1: go. Let's go. Let's go. go. And then you know, (laughs) Dom Smith Smith does his best, oh yeah, hold me back, hold me back, impersonation. Bench is clear, bullpen's clear, guess how many punches are thrown?
0: Zero. I I didn't see the fight. I did not see the fight.
1: And you know what? You're soft. Yup. They threw out one of your best players, he's still jawing at you, you're soft. No one throws a punch, not one person. Yeah. You gotta get in on that, dude. Like even if you like someone like like over Don Smith's back, just like yeah. throwing punches at random people. Well, so a I mean, punch has to
0: be thrown. It's like when Don Zimmer tried coming after the Pedro. guy. The
1: guy literally tested <laughs> your manhood. He said, "Come here and fight me," mm-hmm. and you bitched out. Yeah, I just, dude, that pisses me off more than anything. Like I don't care if you
0: get your ass beat. Maybe they don't didn't care. want to pay the fine, Paul. Oh, fuck mm. Screw <laughs> the <or> fine <clears throat> Like Like come
1: on man Like There's certain times In a guy's life Where you have to fight In that moment When that guy is pointing down And he's telling you To come to him To throw a punch You have to
0: throw the punch Yeah That's it But you can also get into trouble In that moment It doesn't matter And you okay. know what I'm pissed at them yeah. Because They're soft
1: And they still took Two out of three from <laughs> Philly So I don't even really know yeah. Why I'm mad
0: well, uh, I mean, you know, still talking. Um, last night, I told you I went out. We had a couple of uh, couple of long drinks last night. Shout out long drinks. Shout out Zachary. We went out uh, and had a few a few beverages at Green Rock. I was with Pat Light. Also, shout out Pat. Pat's been fucking crushing the game out in Hoboken. He just, Don't know you, brother, but I heard you're yeah, a great dude. Yeah, great dude. He used to pitch for the Red Sox. He's a big Red Sox fan. I'm sitting there watching the Yankee game. Only, only and, uh, Boston yeah, team I, I, I respect. Think it was, I th- yeah, it was Alex Bregman that fucking uh, that hit a home run in the beginning of the game. He nudges me. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Yankees are losing. Fucking Giancarlo Stanton, who's been swinging the bat unbelievably lately, comes out, hits a two-run home run. I'm like, <laughs> Yankees are winning, dude. <laughs> but, you know, it's, I I love that. Like, I love that after all that's happened with, you know, COVID and stuff like that, that fans, rival fans are still able dude. to get together, have a drink at the bar, and still bullshit about, you know, their teams. It's been a year and a half. I'll tell you something, bro. Yankee fans, don't forget. They don't forget. They
1: had their garbage cans out last night. Oh, uh, yep. And I All loved, the boos were can't coming for days,
0: But yeah. I loved every second of it. Yeah, Every second. I can't <laughs> stand Houston. And you know, just, uh, I'm a big Michael K fan, by the way. I love Michael K. And he came out when he uh, he announced the game. And he put quotes... Of what different players on the Yankees said about the two thousand seventeen Astros team, then he had you know Judge said something like you know it's not it's not really a win if you're cheating like you get no glory out of that. Then John Carlos said something that I loved. He said, "If I knew what was coming in twenty seventeen, that was the year he was the MVP and hit fifty nine home runs. He goes, I probably would have hit eighty plus home runs." You know.
1: Dude, you know how intimidating <laughs> that dude looks in the box? Dude, he's fucking
0: scary, man. It, 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 dude,
1: just you, I not the Yankees. Ever, I watched you, them last night. You ever
0: see the SpongeBob episode with the uh, the, the the rusty, the rusty nail? He goes, "You gotta have muscles <laughs> on your eyeballs." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's dude, fucking John Carlos. Yeah, bro, dude's huge. He could fucking hit a ball 130 miles per hour. But it's not even that. It's just like. If I'm on the mound, he hit, like, a little squeaker
1: yeah. up the middle yesterday. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, no, if but I'm honestly, the pitch, I would like, be shit
0: in my pants. I, I will say this. And, you know, you know me. I'm a diehard Yankees fan. You're a diehard Mesh fan. But one thing that I will say is Yankee fans can't stand Stanton. And you have to realize, I get it, that he's getting paid a lot of money. But when you're not healthy, you cannot perform. When you are healthy, he performs. He does. Look at, look at last postseason. When he was healthy, he was on fire. I think he had five home runs in three games, whatever, in the postseason, I, I, or whatever it was. They didn't win. It, it was what it was. But he's healthy now, and you're really starting to see him swing the bat. Dude, I mean, I get it. Yeah. But I also
1: get where a lot of Yankee fans are coming from. The dude doesn't play the field. When he gets hurt, it's from swinging the bat. He doesn't run the bases. He doesn't play the field. All he does is hit.
0: That's why these guys... It's frustrating, dude. I don't know what the fuck their trainers are putting in their food or whatever. They're fucking analyzing these guys too much. I think, honestly, they're giving these guys too many fucking breaks and their bodies aren't moving. They're too stiff. They're too yeah. big. They have too many muscles. We're
1: having it back in the day. You go in the yeah. dugout, drink a beer, smoke a cigarette, go back into yeah. the home run. Yeah, no. You know, it's you know what I mean? These guys look like they're being yeah. in the laboratory. Fucking just- uh,
0: Babe Ruth made a career off of drinking beer and eating hot dogs exactly. in the fucking dugout. Would crush 60 home runs, come around, and say, Nobody else is better than me.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous.
0: But, um, okay. you know, so many different things to talk about in New York sports. Uh, you know. The I, 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 I mean the Knicks, and you know, are I mean, unbelievable. Give, give
1: respect to the Nets. They're probably the most
0: disliked sports
1: team in sports. But and see,
0: there's like this is winning. what this yeah. is what I hate about basketball. There's only, what, 15 15 team members or, you know, 14 players on the team, roster, whatever it is. So you have five guys that are constantly on the court. It's very easy for five guys, five of the best players in the league to say, let's collaborate and go on one team. And it happens. And this is what I hate about the NBA that you don't get in the NHL. You don't get in the NFL because there's 11 guys on the field. The NHL, they're constantly changing shifts. Baseball, if you don't have a good pitcher on the mound, you're not going to win. You know what I mean? There's nine guys. But when you're talking about the core sports and you talk about basketball, there's just one thing that I hate about the sport. Dude, I mean, it started with LeBron in 2010. It really did. I mean, I mean now it, all of a sudden it's, it's you like know, a players can force their way of, yeah. out,
1: do whatever they want. It's a new era, era of
0: basketball where, you know, you just have these guys collaborating and that's why their ratings are just, just plummeting. But I mean that's what's so great about the Knicks right now. Is that they have a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Julius Randle is a disaster. The, exactly, wish, yeah? So you were talking about the Nets, but this is why I love this team because they're coming out and they have a bunch of nobodies and they just come out of nowhere and now they're a top four. Well, team All well, the, everyone the was NBA talking about last year was
1: how we have to trade Julius Randle, which I was one of them. I couldn't stand him. Yeah, he was like he was like a spin cycle. That's all he yeah. did. That's all he did. Spin in the middle of the paint. That's all he did. RJ had a down. year. everyone was down him. They forgot he was 19 years old. They kept comparing him to you know Zion and John Moran, which he's not one of those players.
0: Yeah, you I mean he mean? played with,
1: but he came John out Ryan. this year. The first half of the year, the kid couldn't shoot a three point shot. He couldn't hit from three. Now, all of a sudden, he's 40-plus percent from three. The kid's the yeah. second-leading scorer on the team. You got Derrick Rose, who his first time here was a complete disaster, coming out. He's, you know, arguably the sixth man of the year. I mean, you have a few people like Nerlens Noel came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Mitchell Robinson gets hurt. He comes back. He's blocking the world. It's just an exciting team to watch.
0: Yeah. Honestly. I mean, they're definitely an exciting team to watch, but I just... Me personally, I don't think that any any era of basketball, because I was alive during it... Um, well, yeah. I mean, there are uh, eras of basketball that can compare, but when I look at the guys that I saw growing up, Allen Iverson, Tracy McGrady, you know, Shaquille O'Neal, like, those guys just fucking made the game, and now I see the way the NBA has developed, and it kind of takes, you know, the fanship out of, out of the game. But the... The Knicks, I feel like, are going to change that. I really yeah, do. Well, it's Tom Thibodeau's defense. Yeah, this
1: team has a defensive mentality.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: You saw, you saw Memphis's coach get thrown out. John Moran yeah. get thrown out because they're frustrated because the Knicks yeah. are ferocious on date mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, dude, it's great to watch, man. It really yeah. is. It's exciting. I love it. And you know what? It's a lot of scar tissue because they sucked for so long. They haven't been good since we were in high school. And this is the first time they have, you know, an above five hundred record in about eight years, and it's, yeah. <laughs> it's must watch TV. Really is. Yeah. They're a must watch team. They're the hottest team in basketball. When was the last time you could say that about the Knicks?
0: They've won twelve I mean, out of the last thirteen. That's. I I get honestly, I get disgusted when I see the colors. You know, dark blue Oh, yeah, the New York never sleeps bullshit with the yeah. circle. Yeah, you got to yeah, wear because, your home white but... Yeah, but it's just like, damn. You know How what? bad <laughs> have they been in that? <laughs> A lot around? of times I turn on the TV, and I don't
1: even know for like the first 30 seconds which team I'm rooting for, mm. because they're wearing those jerseys. But
0: listen, <laughs> whatever. As long as they're winning I they don't give a shit what they wear. It is what it is. You no? Know? But that's why, you know, I love watching the core sports and then, you know, you see you see the Rangers. I just love the way, you know, they're playing right now. And even though that they didn't have the season that we're looking forward to, uh, you know, in the postseason, they just they just lit a fire. And it's every just, fan is gonna remember how they ended the season. Dude,
1: I was I was ready to run through a wall. I was so hyped when I saw that because I was hoping it was gonna happen, but I wasn't sure. But they really sacked up and they really showed something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just feel I feel for J D and I feel for Jeff Gordon. I mean, they went through all this to try to build this team back up. And they got like ninety percent there. <laughs> they're only missing a few a few pieces. Yeah. And they have a disappointing season and they're gone. You know what I mean? <laughs> just the fact of what they did. I feel
0: like they yeah. deserved another year, but I yeah. feel like I feel like James Dolan was pushing You know, who's, you know who's not doing too hot right now? Hmm. Uh, Bill Gates. Have you heard of this? Oh, he's getting divorced? He's getting yeah, divorced. That's nice. that's nice. And his wife, I think, is set to make about $65 billion. What? $65 billion divorce. I mean, it's not as much as. I wish Jeff I would I would have ma- married Bill Gates. So. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine this? So, all right. So I think Bill Gates is worth somewhat like $130 Dude. billion dollars and she's getting half of everything that he has. That's insane. Could you imagine? Just say. You didn't know uh, his wife. I think it's Melinda, right? Yeah, Melinda Gates. Yes. Melinda Gates, the Bill and Melinda Foundation. So what happens to that foundation, by the way? I think they're going to still work together. I have no idea. Yeah. But, but Jeff Bezos' wife is as fucking hot. She got remarried <laughs> yeah, to, to a like, school teacher. Yeah. Imagine being yeah. that lucky, yeah. bastard. Yeah, oh dude. shit. Dude, that's like winning the lottery every single year to the day you die. More than that. <laughs> I mean, yo, bro, that's,
1: the guy's yeah. living the dream, yeah. 100% living but the honestly, dream. Yeah,
0: I just, I just, so Melinda Gates, you don't know anything about her. No clue. Right? I didn't even know what you looked
1: at, so I still, I swear.
0: Let's just say you meet her at a party. Yep. You say, hi, Melinda, how are you? Well, you don't know her, so you just yeah. say, hi, how are you? What's going on? What's up, lady? And she, yeah, she plays it off like, you know, oh, this guy doesn't know who I am. Yeah. Do you take her on a date? hundred percent absolutely but you don't know who melinda gates is i don't care (laughs) okay all right that's i mean yeah i love that there's the potential you know there's
1: the (laughs) older woman you know she could have money you never know yeah you know but (laughs) let's keep it on
0: sports i don't want to get you know what i mean but yeah man i mean Imagine that, though. Like, $65 billion. Maybe she could... Imagine buy, being Bill Gates. Maybe she could buy the fucking Knicks and the Rangers. Just cut his net worth in half. Yeah. Because he doesn't love his wife anymore. Oh, yeah, Poor but he'll, he'll climb that totem pole very soon. of Yeah, I mean, yeah well. that's just how the way it works. That's crazy. Uh, take a quick sipski There you go. But, you know, a lot of great things to talk about this week, and... There's going to be more stuff coming. Um, I think New York sports is slowly going to be on the rise. You know, this year is a a, is a breaking point for New York sports. I I, you know what I mean? I well, not a breaking point. I think it's going to be like you have the Rangers who are so young, but they just they really 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 had a good season. They just didn't make the playoffs. I get it. We all expected it. Um, You know, for them to have a great season, but this is just not their year. They're going to go into next season. They're going to crush it. The Knicks... Next... We need some goons. Yeah, we need some goons. We need a Sean Avery. Honestly, <laughs> we yeah. fucking need a Sean Avery. We really do. Um, the Knicks, next... are they are they going to win, you know, a I Jay think Am they can Pitcher? win a playoff series. You think they would be Yeah. Like, okay. They can win a playoff series. Yeah, I don't think they... they no, they're Sean... not there yet. Yeah, but the whole thing is, Sean. like, yeah. rock
1: bottom. You can only come up from rock bottom. All of New York sports yeah. has been this way. Besides, I mean, the Yankees and the yeah. Islanders... Everyone else has been shit. I mean, how how low can you go before you start to build back up? And I feel like we're at that point where we're just starting to get back up there, and we've waited our whole childhood for this, for New York to be great again. Yeah, no pun intended. But <laughs> I, I think I think we're on. I think we're back on our way to you know, sports in
0: New York. Paul, New York you run another office again. Paul. Nah. nah, nah. <laughs> but um, yeah. No, I mean, this is probably the best feeling that I've had about New York sports and. Probably since around 2012 when the Giants won the... Uh, Perfect time to start a podcast. The, well, t- t- it was 2011, 2012. <laughs> yeah, 2011 yeah. was when they won, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, um, you know, we're going to keep this going. New York sports are back. You know, we're saying this now, but I'm predicting that New York sports are going to be back. They're going to look like Tampa Bay sports this past year. Um, maybe even better. We'll see. But Ugh. they got we got a, a bunch of young talent, new faces... And I, I, I really, really feel confident about New York sports. The bar industry is coming back to life. People are able to sit at the bars now and watch a game. This is unbelievable. All good stuff is happening. And... The only place to go is up. The only place to go is up. That's it. That's it. And on that note... This is where we're gonna to end today. Thank you guys so much for coming out, and I appreciate yous. Um, we're gonna roll into next week. We're gonna keep a, uh, a you know a steady pace of one episode a week, and I really really appreciate you guys listening. Um, and that's it. Get, em get them chopping.